You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 583. On life. On life. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the MyMac.com podcast. This is number 583. Uh, we're a little bit sorry for, for not being on last week, but we had no, our reasons. No, no, we're not. No, I take it as being a minute silence. And okay. That's it. All right. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, we have an interview this week, and I can almost guarantee that that interview will take place. Almost. You can. Uh, or I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> You talk about safe bets. Yeah, yeah. Believe if you're <laughs> going to put money on it, this is do the it bet. Now. Do it this is, right this is now. The one to put the money on. <laughs> now, as uh, longtime listeners know, I am a huge fan of zombies in general. Uh, so this week's guest <laughs> is a special undead treat. Nicely done, Gaz. Nicely done. <laughs> Uh, Zach Turner, artist and creator of Unlife, along with Josh Breibert, the uh, writer of the same, brings an unusual twist of the zombie phenomena, and he's here, or he will be here in the center section, see what I did there, to talk about how it was recreated, uh, where it's at, and maybe where it's going. Uh, now, this has actually been kind of a busy time. I, you know, I, I did order, I don't have it yet, but I have ordered. Don't. I don't. I don't. I ordered the iPad Pro 128 gigabyte cellular model from AT&T. And there's a reason why I did it that way. And I'll tell you why. Um, a long, long time ago, when the iPad first came out, AT&T had an unlimited, truly unlimited data plan for I think it was either $25 or $30 a month. I, I can't remember now off the top of my head. And when I bought my third gen, I was able to kind of grandfather that in. So I went to AT&T. I had to do some other stuff anyway. And I asked the guy there, I said, well, I, I'm on this current plan with my iPad. Uh, if I get this new iPad Pro through you guys, can I keep that plan? And he was like, yeah sure you can keep the plan it was like okay sign me up so i went ahead and got the ipad pro uh the cellular model from at&t and i i'm keeping my now what six-year-old data plan that you can't if i had let it lapse i would not be able to get it again so that's uh that's why i did that cool and i'm actually recording the podcast in a new way hey isn't that a shocker no, not really. <laughs> yeah, shocking all. Yeah, well, I mean, we've had so many issues with doing it near digitally when I was using that that Sapphire device, the Sapphire FireWire device, that I just got tired of it. Plus, you know, now you and I had talked briefly last week, and uh, I had been complaining that the way 
that the setup was your voice was coming out scratchy. I, I really didn't like the audio quality that I was getting and it wasn't anything that you had done. No, it, the no, problem, nothing, absolutely nothing. 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 The problem was here on my end. And I think by going back to an analog solution or mostly analog solution that, uh, that this is going to sound uh, a lot, lot better. And you know, I, we'll still have to tweak it as time goes on. Uh, but most of the tweaking will be done through hardware instead of software. So I'm, I'm hoping that that'll make a, a, a real difference. So what have you been up to, Gaz? Well, I've got to say that um, I haven't bought an iPad Pro. Really? Uh, no. Uh, and I, I haven't bought a new Apple TV. Uh, and I don't own an Apple Watch. Call myself an Apple fanboy. Well, well, maybe not. Uh, <laughs> however, I have to say to everyone who's listening, at this point in time, in the UK, uh, Apple via PayPal are actually doing 0% on 12 months. Really? Um, for products over, I think, uh, £99. So I am now uh, a Nats whisker away from ordering an iMac and I'm thinking of going for a new one rather than the refurbed one. I keep looking, I've been watching the refurb store now for, cause I have mentioned that I'm looking to get a retina yeah. um, iMac and I've been uh Nat's whisker away now <laughs> from buying a new one <laughs> rather than looking the refurb store. There was one that came up in the refurb store not so long ago actually, but the, um, it was absolutely tip top. And the only thing that was putting me off was the fact that there was a, um, it was a standard hard drive in there. Uh, oh, instead it of an SSD, it wasn't it wasn't, a, wasn't even a Fusion uh, um, uh, drive, which is what I'm looking to go for, really, the Fusion drive, because you know the, the SSDs out of Apple are just ridiculous. Yeah, they are. And the 27 inch, you cannot actually update the the, the memory on them. So, well, you you can update the RAM. Uh, yes, that's right. That's on the on the 27 inch, not on the 21 inch. Not on the 21 inch, but, but on, on the 27, 27 inch you can. can. So, so that's why I'm I'm kind of a nat's whisker away from getting one of those. And that is one yeah. huge nat. <laughs> it's not. It's a very small nat, actually. So we so we shall see. We shall see what happens in the upcoming podcast. You'll have to wait and wait and find out. Okay. Well, shall we? That we're, and if anyone, if any. Um, Apple resellers are out there listening to this saying, why don't you buy through us? Well, I'll tell you what, I would buy through an Apple reseller. And if you can come up with <laughs> some sort of, you know, cheap financing, I'd swap and go straight to you. But, you know, I, I agree. You're probably not going to get 0% finance. And that's, you know, that's rare. I may not get it. They may not uh, allow me to get it, but I'm going to what, through it. refurb or, or through the regular store. Either all, either all will do me. So get resellers, get in contact with us. Come on the show. Come on. We've yeah. Had, uh, we've had uh, resellers on before. Come on again. Do it. Do it. We look, we do love it. you guys. Anyway, yeah. we have rather a lot of um, articles yeah. to get through. We do. And we're actually, you know, and this is something that Gaz brought we're up. And I fully, well, a little bit. Uh, I, I've, and I've, I fully understand it and I fully agree with it. Uh, we're going to try to shorten the show a little bit. Um, now we've, <laughs> we said this before, <laughs> but not this week. No, unfortunately not this week. Um, but, but soon. Oh, so very soon. We, I mean, we really, the original intent when, when Gaz and I started doing the show was to ke- always try to keep it under an hour. 
And in the six years that we've been doing this show, I can I can probably count on the fingers of both hands the number of times we've actually succeeded, and we're coming up on three hundred shows. So um, we're we're gonna make a, a greater effort to try to to try to shorten the show a little bit. Anyway, uh, over there at my oh, you know what? And I almost did a bad thing. I didn't have soundboard ready, but now oh, I do. Boy, and I don't have soundboard ready because it's, it's not working. It's not working for me. <laughs> as as is um, Echophone on the Mac. That is not working for me either. I've got a, and I don't know how many other items or applications are not working. So Apple. Yosemite, or not Yosemite, El Capitan. All I can say to you is... <sighs> Gaz, anyway. you are absolutely right. <laughs> that might come up again, actually. Yeah, keep, I think it will. Keep, keep your finger on that. Uh, well, the first one, and it, you know, our life has, has just totally been turned around, because the first one is Tech Fan number 230. The Kid is All Right. Uh, a brief intro from David talking about the iPad Pro, Apple TV, and Microsoft's OneDrive about turn. And then his son, Alexander, joins the show to talk about Minecraft, YouTube, and many other things. TomTom Multisport Cardio GPS Training Watch. This is a review by Nam Segri. This is Nam Segri. I disapprove of this message. Well, you wrote it. So it's been many years since Sam used a sports watch to monitor his heart rate while exercising. I, I shouldn't really delay that. <laughs> it's been many years since Sam used a sports watch to monitor his heart rate while exercising until he started using the TomTom multi-sport cardio watch. He had no idea how sophisticated the te technology had become. If you want to keep track reliably of your exercise data in great detail, this stylish device will do the trick. Go over to the website and read Sam's in-depth review of the TomTom multi-sport cardio GPS training watch. Short name. And, and who did that review? Nam Segri. This is Nam Segri. I disapprove of this message. Next up, the Star StarTech docking station for two laptops with, wow, this is an odd name, with file and peripheral sharing, USB 3.0. This is a review by Heave Stammen. Earlier this year, Steve reviewed the U. That's what he did. The Universal USB 3.0 4K laptop docking station with 4K DisplayPort. But what if you have two laptops and want or need to share displays and other peripherals on both of them? StarTech proposes a new solution with the docking station for two laptops with file and peripheral sharing using USB 3.0. This is Nam Segri. Oh. I disapprove of this message. Not yet, Sam. <laughs> Damn, boy, he's, he's just jumping the why, gun. Why does he disapprove of Steve's uh, message? That's not very nice. Of well, me. I think they need to have it out. Yeah, I think they do. Adaptive sound technology, sound plus sleep mini. This is a review by Nam Segri. This is Nam Segri. I disapprove of this message. Oh. <laughs> Sam doesn't know who came up with the idea that basic health requires eight hours of sleep. The only time he's slept that many hours in recent years, he was recovering from surgery in a hospital and taking prescription opiates. <laughs> uh, Sam, to, uh, TMI, Sam. 
<laughs> but on a recent morning, after using Soundplus Sleep Mini, Sam woke up and realised he'd been asleep for over 10 hours. Yeah, that's memory loss, Sam. Yeah. Um, Sam was so surprised he wanted to get on the phone and call everyone he knew. Go over to the website and find out more about Sam's medical condition. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he disapproves of that message. Gaz, you are absolutely right. <laughs> Next up is the IOGear Penscript Active Stylus. This is a review by Kason Jube Jobe Jobe Juby 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 Juby. It almost sounds like a Sinatra song. Or no, Tom Jones. Tom Jones. Which one? Which Tom Jones one? Uh, let's see. Do you know the way to San Jose? No, no, that's, ch- that's not. No, that's not a. <laughs> Maybe it was some other song. <laughs> <laughs> this new. I'm going to go on with this this thing. This new iOS gear stylus is great. As long as you have great. As long as you have a tight-fitting glass or absent screen protector. Oh, this has got... Okay, this is for iOS. All right, sorry. That, that sentence kind of confused me. Uh, yeah, not, not on you. Not, not over you, Guy. You okay. don't have to have the tight-fitting glass or... Well, who, who's to say I don't? Uh, oh, oh, Jason fired it up. After he put his battery in <laughs> and a happy greenish blue light came on. Wait, that, that sounded all wrong. A happy greenish <laughs> blue light came on. Jason tried to open his iPhone from sleep, press the home button and then try and swipe to go to his lock screen. Nothing. Nothing. Goes back to Nada. sleep. Try again. Still nothing. Nada. Jason happened to see the back of the box while wondering if this product needs an app. Huh. May not work with some mobile devices with screen protectors. Great. Took off my expensive OtterBox mega case, tried again, and everything worked perfectly. So uh, all you have to do is go over to the website, and while you're reading about uh, Sam Negri's medical conditions... You can read about how Jason spent a lot of money on an expensive OtterBox case and wasn't able to use it. Keyfolio Thin X3. This is a review by Lich Refco. I I don't think I have anything, do I? <laughs> when iPads were first, first <laughs> When iPads were first introduced by Apple, Rich bought an original iPad, then later moved to an iPad 2. At the time, he thought of using an external keyboard to enter information into his iPad. It was a novel idea. Back then, Jason got his hands on a pre-release keyboard case from a company called Kensington. It was a wonderful concept at the time, and since that first case, the good folks at Kensington have... Excuse me, I'm just hiccuping. Sorry about that. Sorry, Rich. Um, okay. No, Rich. Lich, Lich, sorry. It was a wonderful concept at the time, and since that first case, the good folks at Kensington have continued to refine their folio line of keyboard cases for iPads. Go over to the website and have a read of Rich's, Rich's, Rich's. Review. Yeah. Rich's, Rich's. 
So, all right. So it's Sam's medication, Jason's uh, expenses, and Rich's riches. Yeah. Okay. Just wanted to make sure I had all that straight. Uh, If you'd like to write for the MyMac.com website, and after this week, I I just don't understand why you would want to. Uh, But it it is a good time. Uh, You can contact John Nemo, Nemo at MyMac.com. And uh, let's see if, if you can make the cut to get onto this wonderful, oh, so very wonderful website. As a matter of fact, I just sent John uh, an email because uh, I want to see if I can get the Logitech Create keyboard, the one they they made for the iPad Pro. Right. I don't cool. know. I don't know if they're if they'll send it to me. No, probably not. Yeah, because you know they hate me. Yeah. <laughs> join, join the club, Logitech. Join, <laughs> join the club, Gaz. Get us out of here. Okay, you have to stand by to stand by because we will be right back and probably with a guest interview. E probably. I'm Bart Bouchard, host of the Let's Talk Apple podcast. Every month I gather together a panel of Apple followers and we digest the month's Apple news. Our aim is to step back and take a 40,000 foot view of all things Apple. We're the perfect complement to the many great daily news shows out there. Listen and subscribe at www.letstalk.ie. Making the apocalypse seem like the soft option. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome everyone back to the MyMac.com podcast. As promised, uh, we have an interview this week. We haven't we haven't actually done this in a while, Gaz, have we? We haven't, no. We're, you know, people are so scared to come on the show. Well, I and, can't blame um, them there. Uh, no, well, I can't. So it's good. It's good to have a new a new voice on yeah. the other end of the line. I mean, I I can't see the face, but hey, that's fine. Well, in my case, that that's a plus. Yes, true. Very, very much so. That's the um, reason I do this every week. With you, I can't well, see your face. Well, yeah. you you see me in person, so now you know why we don't use <laughs> you know video. Uh, uh, Long time listeners will remember that uh, in the past we we have talked to other people that do uh, web comics. We had Danielle Corsetto of uh, Girls with Slingshots. Uh, we had Tom Zoller of, oh, and I'm, I can't believe I'm drawing a blank. Here we go. Love and Capes. Love oh, and Capes. Well done. Well done. Well done. And a lot, before even Gaz came on board, uh, Tim had set up an interview with Dwayne McDuffie. Uh, people that watch a lot of the DC animated series will know who that, that person was. Uh, rest in peace, Dwayne. Uh, and uh, to, to follow up on that, just because that's kind of what we do, uh, I have another, another person that does a webcomic. And uh, mystery guest, will you sign in, please? Howdy. I'm Zach Turner. I make a webcomic called on life and it's been running for about four four years now 
Yeah. And this is one of the ones that uh, that I have followed. I think I started reading this about four or five comics in. So uh, I, I remember when, when I first brought it up and it was like, oh, that looks kind of cool. So I went back to the very first one and I realized that I wasn't that far behind and that it actually opened with the lead character's funeral. <laughs> And uh, the the lead character's name is James Follick. Is that right, or is it Fallick? I believe uh, it's Fallick. <laughs> it's pretty Fallick. Yeah, Fallick is a much better. Okay. All right. Well, we'll go. We'll go with with Fallick, uh, and that's F A L I C K for for yes. all the censors out there. Not, not not the other way. Right. But it's a real name. We've we both chose it for a reason, and it's not that particular reason. <laughs> <laughs> well, what uh, where where did the idea for the comic come from? Uh, let's say uh, let me let me. In two thousand seven, I was trying to break into the comics business, and I, at the time, I was working uh, as a colorist for various people, and uh, I recently broke up with my girlfriend at the time. Or rather, she dumped me. It doesn't really matter. No, it did. And, Nothing uh, to do with anything. So, I needed some. Uh, I needed something to get me through it. And I started writing a comic. And the comic that was then is different than it is now. But um, I wrote it for an anthology, and unfortunately, that fell through. And uh, what was it in 2011? I was I was already working with my uh, writing partner Josh Breitbart, and we worked on a comic called Phoenix Gear, which is also linked on our site. So, um, now, is that one still going on, or have you kind of ended? That um, we are likely going. We are trying to return to it once in a while. But yeah, because I noticed that it hasn't it hasn't been updated in a long time. Oh well, we finished it a, a long time ago, and we actually uh, did a wrap up. Uh, a, a, a salute to the the, the girls, and uh, we we said goodbye for them for now, and we may come back to them later. Um, but after Phoenix Gear was over, we went to New York Comic Con, etc., and we we try to sell it uh, and try to get it picked up, etc. But you know, some people, uh, it's not that. Let's just say that it's not everyone's, you know, cup of tea. Cup of tea, but it's funny. It's a romp. It, I love it. I love drawing it. I love reading it. Um, and I approached Josh. I'm just like, hey, Josh, do you, do you want to rewrite this short that I did for and make it long a long-form comic? And we'll make it a webcomic straight up. And he's like, I don't know. Um, let me read it. Let me think about it. And we spent... I think three or four months uh, developing it. And that, well, it's well after uh, our first comic con together. And then we, we started, we put up a teaser image the week before uh, the week or a week or two before New York comic con 2011. And we were selling Phoenix gear again. We were trying to push the comic, you know, Hey, read our comic, you know, and uh, that was four years ago. And uh, Josh and I are super good friends, and I wouldn't have my life without him because he's freaking awesome. I'm just going to blow more smoke up his ass. <laughs> well, that works. That works. We yeah. do that all the time. 
Uh, now, tell us about the the comic itself. Like I said, the, the it, it kind of opens with the funeral for the lead character, James. All right. So the the, the short pitch as uh, the was, I don't know what that term is, but the 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 one sentence description is it's a it's about a boy who dies and comes back to life as a zombie and learns how to live. And uh, James, a uh, quick summary, James uh, was bitten by a zombie um, and he dies and he comes back to life. But unlike most other zombies in our world, zombies retain their faculties. And it's... Uh, it's something well, back then when I first came up in 2007, uh, this was even before I zombie, I think, but, um, I didn't put it out in time. So I, you know, <laughs> but, um, uh, what was it called? <laughs> oh, you were, you were talking about, uh, the, how the, the zombies, uh, kind of, you know, they're, they're dead. Yeah but they still retain their faculties that they still interact with, with people on the outside. And the thing that I found interesting about the comic was uh, there were like occasional zombie outbreaks where, where there would be like the, the typical shambling type of, you know, or eat your brains type of zombie. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like when these people become zombies, they, they almost have like a choice on whether or not they're going to be the, the the typical zombie that you would see in so many other kinds of media or if they're going to try to continue their lives there was there was a character that you had named Bacon who uh was a, a good friend of James who was also a zombie and over the course of time kind of jumped from being this this zombie guy that was friends with James to becoming like a regular zombie. And as I recall, he was, he was kind of put down eventually. Well, since it's been a couple years, <laughs> um, bacon, uh, had run off at a certain point. He, uh, I, uh, James, uh, after a, the first incident, a major, uh, breakout, uh, zombies in our town of uh, East Asheville, I think it is. I can't remember my own town's name. It's just what it is. Um, which is set on Long Island, of course. Of course. Um, so, uh, major zombie outbreak. Well, not a major zombie. It's an incident, is what we call it. Yeah. Um, not not enough. Uh, the not enough to cause a widespread epidemic, but. Uh, it, it was an incident. People came in and our villains at the time, Ty, uh, rounded everybody up, took James, took uh, Bacon, took uh, uh, Luna, who is another character of ours, um, and uh, trapped them in their, their headquarters. Yeah, their facility. Yeah, their facility. Uh, James is stuck there for a while. For an undisclosed amount of time. And uh, he hates it. He, as much as 
at home, his parents are coddling him, treating him like this. Uh, like nothing's changed. Uh, like nothing's changed. And well, that and he, they're treating him differently enough that it's rubbing on his nerves. And um, he, he wants to get back to that because he loves his family, regardless of what's happening. But this job is, is sucking the life out of him, whatever life he has left. And he's there at gunpoint. Like there are these people there who keep him there. So he stages his escape and all through that time, Bacon is losing his facilities because one reason or another. Um, and uh, we've, we've shown that Bacon's still around in uh, one of the, some of the teaser pictures. So he might be back eventually. No, that would be good. Now, you, um, now something that I found really interesting was that uh, James has a friend who was becoming a doctor, Carrie Schwartz. Yes. And she was dying of cancer. Mm-hmm. And in order to, to keep going, she actually begs him to turn her into a zombie so that she can continue with what it is that, that she was doing. No, it's, it wasn't so much a begging. It really was a choice. She had a choice. Like, um, that's a lot of, like you said, that's a lot of what the comic's about. You have the choice to be a monster. You have a choice. In, in James's eyes, he, there's a choice to die or not. Um, but that choice down the line can, can affect you. What's going to happen with your choice, etc.? Um, Carrie, uh, didn't have much choice whether to die or not. And she eventually has a pitch from James, you know, it doesn't have to be this way. Okay. I misunderstood. I, well, it's been a while since that happened. It's been a couple, it's almost been a year and a half now since, uh, Carrie was introduced. Now, um, it, it seems to me that. Uh, well, actually, one thing I did want to ask you, and something that people may be wondering about as they're listening to all this, if they're not out eating brains or or eating flesh or, or however rogue zombies exist in in this reality, what is it that they they actually eat? Zombies can eat in in my philosophy in this particular case uh, anything. They can eat anything, but not everything regenerates their proteins. So a steak would be better than, let's say, vegetables. Right. Um, they can eat brains, sure, but that's a stereotype. And not to mention, brains is all fat. So, <laughs> yeah, they, you know, you're yeah, not going to... You want to keep your, your yeah, figures svelte and trim. Yeah, they want, they want to keep the health, don't they? It's the living enzymes. It's the proteins. That's what keeps them together as as we're, we're as know, corporate beings as corporate beings um uh, we uh, the there's a point where we have them in the facility of Thai where they're drinking diet coke and we did research and like uh, you know there's uh, there's a preservative in diet coke you know it's almost formaldehyde more or less uh and that's our whole thing you know that was that and uh we but they also uh, 
do uh, not do a drug. They they um, they preserve themselves with this thing called pickleback. Um, pickleback basically pickles their body and keeps them from degenerating. Uh, from degenerating for to a certain point. Um, every uh, conscious zombie, every sentient zombie, does pickleback, and it's requ- almost required. And there's 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 a lot of of prejudice against them for what it is that they are, which kind of translates to a lot of the things that are going on today. Oh, absolutely, and it's, it's a huge thing. Um, pre- prejudice sucks. I don't care who you are. You got to treat people like people, even zombies. Zombies z- zombies were people too. Um, it's it's the point when they're trying to attack you. That's a different story, but. When zombies are thinking, they're people. Um, so, a lot of it—it's uh, an analog, an analog, a metaphor. Yeah. Um, I mean, heck, um, our main character is Jewish. Um, we, we, uh, Josh and I are Jewish. We, we try to put a lot of ourselves in our characters, and you know, there's a lot of hatred towards towards Semitic and, people, regardless. Yeah. Um, and you know we're just people, so um, you gotta love people. That's that's all I gotta say. You know. Okay. <laughs> well, the the comic the comic is available. You can find that at unlifecomic.com. And if you go all the way back to the beginning, I, I swear you will have a very very long and fun read. Uh, mm-hmm. This this is one of the strips. There's probably. 25 or so web strips that I follow. And this is one that I have followed almost from the beginning. And I, and I really, really dig it. Uh, but to, to get off the actual comic for a second, uh, can, can I ask you a couple questions on, on how you've, how you create it, your, your workflow and your process in creating on life? Oh, absolutely. Uh, so, uh, from the beginning, uh, Josh and I, the discuss a chapter and chapter goes through we back and forth for a good couple months while I'm working on the comic that we've already scripted. So, um, what I do personally is I have a script in front of me usually, and I work in manga studio, also known as clip studio paint. And that is my, my weapon of choice. Uh, it's got beautiful lines. It's got it's got panels. It's got everything except for a good uh, text editing thing, and I that's when I switch over to Photoshop. Yeah, I, I, I've seen some of your tweets on that. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been so angry with a lot of things. Uh, I actually had to just uh, do some work on my Mac Pro recently. <laughs> but uh, so this I, is but this is a Mac program. It is, it is a Mac. It's PC. I don't think it's Linux, but you know, but it works in, on a Mac. It's not exclusive, uh, but it works on a Mac. Thank God. I used to love doing the comic uh, comics in a program called Psy, but Psy is Windows exclusive, and this is very comparable. Thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> so, you you uh, when you're doing the layout in what was the name of that program again? It's Manga Studio 5, also known as Clip Studio Paint. Okay. Uh, if you could, after we're done, if you could send me some links and, and I'll put those in our show notes. Oh, absolutely. Cool. Absolutely. Very cool. Uh, 
and, and so you, you, I mean, do you, do you have like a drawing tablet or anything like I have, that? Uh, yeah, I have a, uh, a Cintiq 22 HD hooked into my 2008 Mac Pro. That's actually, that's the same one I have. Yeah. And thankfully, uh, it's still running. I just had to replace a, a hard drive not two days ago. Wow. Backup, uh, backup, backup. Uh, it's not even about, not even about the backup. I actually replaced the hard drive, the main hard drive, three months ago, and it was so slow. I thought my computer was dying, so I replaced it with a hybrid drive, and everything's running fast as it can be. And uh, I'm probably going to keep this computer for another couple of years. Okay, cool. So yeah, because the 2008 Mac Pro is is I have the um, it's the single quad core 2.8 Xeon. Mm, I have the eight core. Ah, nice. I just saw one yesterday. Here we go. Going completely off topic. <laughs> uh, there's a place here called PC retro and they had mm-hmm. the dual 2.8, uh, Mac pro 3.1, which is what these machines are. Mm. And it was, I, I, it kills me to think about how much these machines cost new. It was about $500. Oh yeah. Yeah. So Zach, jumping back to the comic, do you mind? Oh, absolutely. I've just I've just had a quick look through uh, some of them because although guys um, been reading them from the start, it's pretty new to myself. Um, you, you seem to have a very distinctive color palette palette that you've used. Um, where does that come from? Where you know did, did you did you try and do that to um, obviously make the comic stand out, or is that a color format from the the, the type of life that's going on? Did you think? A lot of it is I have a unique sense of color. A lot of people have been telling me, you know, <laughs> I, I, I had to be humble. But, you know, um, I've been training as a painter and an illustrator for years, but my, my talent has been in color. Right. And um, from the beginning, like, well, I'm just like, okay, the color of the zombies, they need to be a different color than usual. They don't need to be sickly green. They don't need to be, you know, pale, though. Now we have some pale zombies and et cetera. But um, blue stands out. Blue is not something you can hide. Um, you can put, you know, makeup on it, but you'll still have a blue undertone underneath you. You know, someone think you're sick or something. You're not going to hide it. That's That was my, yeah, that was yeah, my thought process yeah, behind it. But yeah. it also... Um, I like to use complementary colors. Um, right. No, I was going to say, does that does that then obviously um, influence the rest the color gamut that you're using around uh, the rest yes. of the comet? Um, blue is a complementary color of orange, and James's tie is orange. That's that's his theme. Like I like to theme my characters. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the characters who uh, James's sister Jenner's. Has always has stars on her. Uh, Carrie always has purple, um, and she's she's a pale blue, and then works good together with the colors. The idea is, um, it's not it's not your typical zombie comic in general, and I want it to be bright. I want it to be full of life, even when it's the the lowest point of James's life. It's still colorful. Yeah, like, yeah. but sometimes I drop the colors out to push a moment, but then they'll pop in. Uh, for example, when I do any dream sequences, they're fully painted. 
and as in, you know, I don't put lines in, I, I take my time, I put brush strokes in because, you know, I'm multifaceted talent, you know? <laughs> that helps. Yeah. Um, so that's what I try to do. Cool. So have, have you ever been disappointed with seeing your comic on other devices, what, you know, whatever that device is, whether it's Windows, um, whether it's a, a tablet of any description, have you ever been disappointed with the, the color that you've seen on those and thought, that's not how I, I had the color that I imagined, you know? Mm-hmm. So obviously you, you create a color uh, scope and a scheme on, on your machine, and then you hope that everybody's seeing the same color. But have, have, have you ever come across a, a uh, someone else's computer, perhaps reading the comic and you thinking, what is going on? Well, not everybody calibrates their monitors, you know, or, cali- uh, you know, yeah. I, I would mean, say I, probably most people don't calibrate yeah, their monitors. I mean, I, I try my best to calibrate my monitor. You know, I, I also work for print. I've done work in ver- uh, various comic companies and such, but like, I've never come across a device really because like, I don't try to work out of a particular color gamut. Um, there are certain colors that are very hard to reproduce. Yeah. Um, blues are usually pretty strong. Uh, it's usually purples, pinks, and oh. those are actually really hard to print. So when this, if it, when and if I finally get this to print, um, it's going to be hard. I'm going to have to go through every page and, and readjust it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so as you're, as you're creating the comic, you're, now does the program that you talked about, does it, does it support layers? Do you do it in layers? Yes. Yes, I do. It's, it's not too dissimilar from Photoshop. It has layers. It supports Photoshop uh, format. Um, it, it doesn't have as many layer styles. It, you know, it has it has it has certain, a lot of different blends overlays. Uh, oh wow, I'm blanking out right now. Let me just. It, it's the it's the pressure overlay of being of open, being on yeah. the my Mac podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, we're so important, etc. It has <laughs> a lot of them, just not all of them. But um, if I need them, I'll switch over to Photoshop because it's, I save my my files out in Photoshop. Um. But like like I said, a lot of this I, I format it for the web, so I I export it with a PNG, you know, very little compression. I mean, the files come out a mega piece, just about, you know. And uh, I think they turn out pretty nice when when I can stomach my own work because no <laughs> artist no artist loves their own work in hindsight. <laughs> well, now how now is this like your main gig? Is this how you support yourself? Um. This is what I mainly do. I also work uh, in other comics. I worked for Viz. I've done uh, I've done lettering. I've done comics. I've, I've fully drawn a few of their comics. I've done cleanup. Um, this is my main thing. I also help uh, other web comics um, with their. I color. I color my buddy Alfonso uh, Azaroko's I Wish. Um, amongst others, if I can help someone, it's, it's just what I do. You know, I go out of my way for my friends and if, if they succeed, I succeed, you know? So what are some of the ways that, that people can help support you in this comic? I have a Patreon. Um, it's patreon.com slash unlife, of course. Okay. We'll, we'll put a link in the show, in the show notes for that. Um, 
and just read the comic and turn your head blockers off. <laughs> uh, you know, um, a lot of people turn ad blockers on, and uh, I provide you. Prov- Web comic people usually provide a uh, a free comic almost either even either every other day a week. You know, some people do it five times five times uh, a week, and they're 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 insane. I mean, I do two fully colored comics every week, and that takes a lot out of me. I mean, when I'm drawing uh, published stuff. I get a month to do pencils and then inks and then colors and so on and so forth. But um, doing a full color comic in a day takes a lot out of me. (laughs) And uh, just waking up every morning after the comic goes up at midnight on Tuesday and Thursday and seeing comments ah, makes it all worthwhile. So so this – I mean – are, are there a lot of people that support you through Patreon, and do you, or do you have any other ways to to, uh, to help support uh, you and uh, Josh? Right now, Patreon um, and our ads are our main source of income for uh, Unlife. Uh, we don't have any merch at the moment because uh, we need a little more following to to put a uh, a uh, what's it called. Like an a effort, cafe an press or something yeah, along yeah. those lines. We, we have we would have to put like we would we would have to put a lot of effort into it. And uh, between Josh and myself, it's a lot of work. And you know we have to do all our own marketing, etc. And I know that this uh, like a lot of other comic artists uh, on the web uh, can do it themselves. But you know, and I applaud them; they're awesome. Well, have you have you given any thought to putting out collections of the book? Um, or of the strip, sorry. Yeah, we had, we, we thought about it, but we uh, we both live in separate places, and unfortunately, if we want to do a signed thing, uh, a signed book, uh, we're going to have to make a, a flight to one each other. We don't have a lot of uh, room in our apartments, right? It's, and it's then a, there goes all the all the profits, and just yeah, flying back it, and forth. Yeah, um, it's going to have to wait for a little while until, um, unfortunately, the, it, it's it's worth doing a print run. Um, like we, I like the book in, in, uh, on the web. I just wish more people read it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I, like I said, I've been, I've been reading this almost from the very beginning and, uh, and, and went right back. Well, it was, I, you know, I don't even really remember where I got the idea to contact you to be on the show. Uh, it just seemed I was probably doing God knows what, and it was like, "Hey, I should get this guy on the podcast." I uh, who knows who knows how my mind works. I, I was I was probably complaining about a lot of uh, stuff with wrong with my uh, my Mac Pro at the time. Well, possibly. I'm not, I'm not I'm not quiet about that. I mean, uh, it's you know the, how many years old now, and uh, I mean I love it. It's a workhorse, and I just have to do a little maintenance every once in a while, and it's going to stay with me for a while. But 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 Macs are perfect. But but but. <laughs> well, it didn't stop my uh, 2011 MacBook Pro from uh, from uh, dying, <laughs> and thankfully they find just when it died uh, they did a recall. So, oh okay. Well, thank goodness I, I was I didn't want to spend any more money. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, well uh, Zach, we are about to end this segment. So if if you could could give us the the short description one more time and how to contact you and and, and what where to go to read the comic. 
Ah, well, I'm Zach Turner. I make a comic called Unlife. You can read it for free at unlifecomic.com. You can support us by checking out our Patreon, which is Patreon slash Unlife. Um, we also have a comic called Phoenix Gear, and that's also free. It's a link on our site, phoenix-gear.com. Um, and you could you can reach me. Uh, there are links on my site. Um, I'm also on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, etc. All at Zach R I, and that's Z A C K R I. Said. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, that's, no, that's a running joke. That's a running yes, joke yes, here yes, on the yes. podcast. No, I get it. I get it. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's my. That's uh, you can contact me via that. All inquiries. I'm good to go from there. And uh, cool. We'll, we can uh, do do things. I guess I don't know. <laughs> make make things happen. Yes, make things happen. Uh, uh, the comic's going to keep going strong. We are about halfway through it, and uh, we have more in store for everyone. So, um, everyone, make sure you check out Unlife at unlifecomic.com. Uh, if you enjoy the comic, please, please, please go over to their Patreon site, patreon.com uh, forward slash unlife. And, uh, Zach, thank you so very, very much for coming on. We really appreciate it. I appreciate you guys having me on and listening to me ramble. <laughs> Gaz, get us out of here. Everybody stand by to stand by. And Brains. We'll be on life back. video games well check out one of the many club podcasts here on the stoplight network there's club nintendo club playstation club xbox and club steam whether you love mario love halo love crash bandicoot or just love some good old-fashioned pc gaming make sure to check out one of the many club podcasts here on the stoplight network these shows are weekly shows where we'll catch up on what we're playing what uh, new stories are on that platform this week and much, much more, all revolving around the wonderful world of video games. So check out Club Nintendo, Club PlayStation, Club Xbox, and Club Steam right here on the Stoplight Network. Setting their sights high at the bottom of the barrel, the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. everyone and welcome to the final section of this week's mighty my mac podcast with the g-men that's guy and gaz this is number 583 but you already knew that because you were listening from the start wasn't you yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Okay. in, in yeah, yeah. theory yes. yes you was listening to it from the start <laughs> you, guy? uh well we started Be- oddly because and- because oh. i was and i'm nodding my head oh, you know sometimes i'm so slow about these things hit it Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. It's time for Gases tip. I had to turn the volume up a little bit on it. It was like, oh, that's just way too soft. (laughs) 
Okay, you everyone knows while you're tracing and deleting files in OS ten, it's always been a simple two step process, either via the keyboard or a drag and drop. Well, in El Capitan, it introduces a new keyboard shortcut to delete selected files even faster. So after selecting the files you'd like to get rid of, simply press Option and Command and Delete. And the files will be emptied to the trash and, well, basically deleted. Now, before you go, that's not my only tip. Ooh. I went in with another one, Guy, because I thought that was probably too easy. So, you know Photos was struggling with GPS location when it first came out? Yes. Did you know that Photos now can add gps locations so you in photos you select the photo you want to tag select info from the window menu uh, then click assign a location in the info panel and then just start typing when the option comes up and you can add your gps location to each photo man There's a that double is, header that is great i i, I, I really like it you know what i'm doing you're nodding your head. I am. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. Is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's Tips. And you noticed the, the problem I was having last week when we were talking where it seemed like that part of it just like would shut up in volume. That's yeah. gone. Excellent. Of course, people have no idea what I'm talking about because they didn't hear the little bit that we did last week. Nope. Yeah. Okay. Mm, um, not so much. I've got a people's tip. You do? I do. Tell me. Well, it's from Alistair Jenks, good friend Alistair Jenks. He says, you know that pop-up notification on your Mac that are there when updates uh, are ready to install? You know how it annoyingly gives you only two options. Install now or pick a time to install later. You know how you curse at that notification and say, I don't want to do either of those things? You know how you'd think, and what updates are these anyway? Well, there's a third option. Truly there is, he says. Click on the main body of the notification and it will open the app store and show the pending updates. If you don't want to do any updates, a quick command Q will quit the app store and the annoyance is banished. Well... For a while, at least. Yeah, I sit there all the time. I go, damn you, notifications. Damn you. <laughs> well, not quite like that. I usually just look up at the screen and go, oh, that's annoying. <sighs> and there a guy goes away, running away from his own really bad joke. Um, have, you, have you got a, a, a nose redeemer this week? Uh, sort of. Good. It's not an app pick, though. <laughs> it's just a pick. It's just a, oh, I, oh, I get nose pick. Oh. <laughs> there is a new series on Netflix. Netflix is really going deep into creating their own content. And Marvel seems more than willing to, to give them a hand. Now, last year, we had the fantastic daredevil series and i believe they're going to come out with another season of that this Ooh. year they give us jessica jones which is he's she's kind of a, a, an obscure marvel superhero that's that's really no longer a superhero anymore uh but she is involved uh not in this show but in the comics she is involved with the avengers 
Uh, she's involved in oh, so many, so many different ways in the Marvel universe. And um, they have now created uh, a, a live Netflix series with Jessica Jones that also involves, and this is going to only be for, for people that are like deep into, into Marvel comics, the purple man. If you know who the purple man is, check out this series, this series so far, I've only watched the first three episodes uh, is freaking awesome. Things like this and, and Netflix's deep catalog of content is why it's worth the money to, to spend on this particular service. I think Netflix rocks. Anyway, that's my pick this week. Jessica Jones on Netflix. Excellent. Well, I wanted to learn the fine detail and intricacies and nuances of American football. I wanted to understand all the details and how the calls are made up and put out to uh, the the uh, the players on the pitch. I just needed to find out how complicated the game American football is. So I thought I'd buy a game with up-to-date, fine graphics. And I bought it on my iOS device. This game is available, actually free, with some in-app purchases, although there's one in-app purchases, which is $1.49 or £1.49, and basically that clears everything else out. It's called Touchdown Hero. And if you want to go over and have a look at the this game, which will teach you all about American football. <laughs> what? I'm, I'm what? sorry. I, I'm looking at the graphics here. You're right. What? It is just like being at the game. I think, I think you would. <laughs> this, it, this almost goes down to the barbecue level in the, in, the, in the car park for all the people. It's just a wonderful game. Go, go try it out. Yeah, it does look like, it does look like fun. It really does. <laughs> Uh, let's see. We have a people's pick from Troy Mueller. And uh, yes. this was from our, our great Google Plus community, which we'll talk about here in a second. You'll notice we have moved all of our social stuff here to the third section. Yeah, uh, we're, try- we're trying to be clever. <laughs> it, it's called Dusty Scratched Vinyl Nose <laughs> Nose Generator. <laughs> noise-, <laughs> noise Generator. And you can find that at <laughs> mynoise.net uh, forward slash <laughs> almost said no, nose The link again. will be in the show notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The link the link will be in the show notes. Uh, over there, speaking of being social, over there on G+, uh, we have some stuff here from Clive Hammett. He's complaining or said for those oh, complaining. By the, way, by the way, before anybody goes over there, if you go over to, to uh, that particular um, website um <laughs> Don't be surprised if you start to hear dust and scratches on, on your machine. Don't worry if you've got your headphones on. It's not your computer going crazy. It is the website making those noise. Oh, really? I just thought I'd best remind people. Oh, I, I thought you were talking about the Google Plus website for a second. No, 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 no. Because no, that would just be weird. Uh, for those complaining about the new Apple or the new keyboard layout on the new Apple TV, this uh, uh, happened the other night. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks for fixing that. Uh, Clive shooed a square grid as in. Showed, showed, showed. What? <laughs> oh, shoot. What's this? All I did was copy and paste. I know, I know, I know. I know. <laughs> 
Clive showed a square. That bit, that bit, I didn't copy and paste. I actually typed that bit. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. You can blame it on Clive because no Uh, one, no one other than everyone who listens to the show. We'll know. We'll know. Anyway, yeah. yeah. So he showed a square grid as in the old Apple TV keyboard. He has no idea uh, how he got it to look that way, but it took quitting the app store to put it back to normal. Uh, he prefers the new layout so much easier. As a matter of fact, Google Plus got a uh, kind of a UI change. Yes. Which I really like. You like it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully, and hopefully uh, it'll stick around. Okay, so from Peter B, just a remark to Guy and Gaz's discussion about the new ATV4. It is indeed able to control a TV set, though this may vary and depend on your TV and your specific setup. It's working for me. ATV is able to control the volume. It also switches on the TV via HDMI and switches to the respective HDMI input. And finally, it can also switch the TV off if you put the ATV to sleep. Now, that is really interesting for me, actually. He says no need for the TV remote if you want to watch content on the ATV. That is, you know, it's getting close. It's getting, they're getting yeah. close. And they're I was getting... wrong. Uh, the, the, TV really? that, the TV that we have, yeah, I know, shocker. Uh, the TV that I have connected up to the uh, Apple TV 4, it does turn it on and off. Ah, cool. So I was wrong about that. Uh, Troy Mueller writes... Don't, uh, don't, don't beat yourself up about it, Guy. Uh, about what? About getting it wrong. I have no idea what you're talking about. Troy, <laughs> Troy Mueller says, as he pottered around on his uh, weekday flat doing a spot of housework, he decided to play an old Sinatra album using iTunes. Hearing those old tones, he realized it was missing something. Oh, wait, this is, this goes back to the people's pick. Okay. Vinyl noise. That's what I was missing with pangs of nostalgia. I did a little Googling and found this neat website that will play some random vinyl noise, which in concert with my iTunes playback took me right back. And of course we added that as a people's pick and Alistair replied in 20 years, I expect I'll be searching Google's successor. Oh boy. There's, there's a, Okay, never mind. Uh, for noises of loud diesel buses to play behind the podcasts I'm listening to from my Apple implant device. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we got something. We got quite a bit actually from Eric Diaz. Yes, Magnatnikko. Uh, um, he Pure. says because because of unforeseen circumstances, my wife's iPhone died. Wait, is this Star Trek? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, just checking. So he had to get a new one. So like any good husband, I sacrificed myself. All right, stop right there. I, I sacrificed myself. End. <laughs> End, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Eric, it's been nice knowing no, you. No, too bad about Eric. Yeah, good, good guy. <laughs> No, keep going. Okay. <laughs> I sacrificed myself, not me, but Eric, and got a new iPhone 6 Plus and gave her my iPhone 6 Plus. Sorry, he got an iPhone 6S Plus and he gave his own old 6 Plus to his wife. Aside from 3D touch, this phone is stupid fast. <laughs> now, does that mean it's stupid and fast being stupid or just stupid fast? No, stupid we- fast is what I do when I get up in the morning. 
Yeah, which is weird, like Guy. Uh, it's a weird <laughs> thing to say because it's not like the uh, 6 Plus was a slouch. Also, the fingerprint scanner is very trigger-happy. Got to agree with you there. It scans your finger so fast it takes something, getting, it's some getting used to. You're not wrong. Yes, you're not wrong. Just <laughs> You just can't use the home button to wake up the phone and see notifications with a registered fingertip because it will just open the phone in a millisecond or quicker. He's learned his lesson. He bought insurance for his new one and bought a life-proof case for her just in case. And he also followed up with, on an even more positive note, erasing and restoring both phones to switch them made his iCloud backup start working again on both devices. So there's that. Hurrah! Ooh, that was really loud. Sorry about that. Okay, Alistair. Mr. Alistair Jenks jumped in, because I'll let you do the next Eric Diaz. So that's why I jumped in. Okay. Um, um, He said, on 582, which I am only now catching up on, I have to say two things so far. One. uh, Hang on a minute. What number are we on now? 583. (laughs) So there you go. You're Uh, so far behind, Alistair. uh, Alistair, you know, you you need to, you know, put some time aside so you can catch up. I mean, come on. (laughs) My brother Larry is like three months behind, at least. (laughs) Anyway, he says, I'm 582, which I'm now only catching up on. I have to say two things so far. The cool, number one, (laughs) number one, period. The cool feature (laughs) to use your iPhone to set up the ATV is not new. Okay, okay, calm down. Uh, I am surprised by the number of reviewers who think Like us? What, I didn't think it was new. Oh, I did. I didn't realize it was there. <laughs> he says, I guess none of them had an ATV3, which, is absolutely, which absolutely has this feature. I've used it and remember the reviews at the time raving about it. And number two, are Gaz, you ready, you're Guy? you're absolutely right. The ability of the <laughs> iOS remote app to drive iTunes has been around for years also. Yes, cool. Good. Okay. <laughs> From Eric Diaz. Diaz. He says that he is loving the new look of the G Plus iOS app. At last, he can easily switch between accounts. And Alistair replied that uh, he's also a refugee. Don't have to live like a refugee from Facebook. And that he loves the functionality of G Plus. He just thinks that the usability is taking a... Oh, wait, la, 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 is taking a dive now. There. (laughs) Facebook is still at 155. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's that's the quality of this show, folks, right there. Okay, so Stefan Lesage, Stefan, Stefan, Lesage. Stefan. Hearing me pronounce my name almost correctly during almost. my commute in the My Mac podcast was funny. <laughs> okay, now I haven't been able to answer this. So, James, I'm really, really, really sorry because you did send this email in a little while ago and I've been scratching my head and I haven't really had time to get around to it. So, I'm terribly sorry, but at least I'm reading your email out and admitting that I've been useless. Okay. So, from James hmm. Ormiston, he says, Gaz, do you know how to change an app? icon background to make it show on a black toolbar he's been trying to find an article that told him um how to but he can't find it cheers jim um 
Is he talking about is he talking about OS 10 or iOS? Yes, yes, iOS 10. Well, I'm assuming it's no, no, it's oh, yeah, definitely, it's definitely OS 10. All right, so an app icon background. I'm ta- I'm, I'm guessing he's oh, talking about iOS on it on his yeah. on his desktop. Oh, oh, now I'm not so sure. You know, if it's an iOS, it I don't says toolbar. think it says black toolbar. So it's got to be it's got to be on the iOS. It's got to be on iOS. It's got to be the menu bar, isn't it? Or uh, is it? Toolbar that's on the bottom. You see, now I'm confused. Okay, James, if you're listening to this show and just shaking your head, one, I'm not <laughs> surprised, um, and two, get in contact with us and confirm. And if you've been able to find the answer, let us know that as well. Well, if he's talking about OS 10, and I mean, uh-huh. and uh-huh. he's talking uh-huh. about app icons on like his desktop or something like along those lines, uh, you can do a get info on any thing that's that's in ios and change the default graphic for it through git info and you could take like your your typical graphic for that program bring that into photoshop or, or whatever do like a mirror image of it or give it like a, a an all white background and then use that instead if you're talking about os 10 and you know, I'm making some some real huge assumptions here. If you're talking yes. about OS 10 and you're talking about uh, like application shortcuts on your desktop or application shortcuts uh, in the uh, tool not toolbar uh, dock on the bottom, because if you change the default graphic for an application, it should also change it in the dock. If it doesn't, you may need to relink it. If it's for iOS, I have no idea how to do it, how to change that at all. Other than don't use a black black background. <laughs> yeah, and that's not really very helpful. Is no, anyway, no, not quite. Okay. Uh, well, I guess all we have to talk about is how to get a hold of us. Yes, guy. If yeah. people wanted to get a hold of you, I don't know why they would. But I, if they did, no idea. You no idea. Okay. No, I mean, I have no idea why they would want to. I have many ways that they can. Oh, right. Okay. All right. Well, you can reach me uh, through email. It's uh, guy at mymac.com. Uh, mighty. Mighty. Yeah, but don't put mighty because if you put mighty, it's it's not going to go to me. I really don't know where it would go if, if it was guy at mightymymac.com. I don't know. And, you know, I've run that into the ground, so I'll keep going. Uh, I have a Twitter account. You can find me on Twitter. And my screen name is, wait for it. Wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. Mac Parrot. Ah! Kaz, how can they get a hold of you? Easy peasy. Uh, email gaz at mymac.com. G-A-Z at mymac.com. On the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash gazmaz, G-A-Z. M-A-Z. Zard. Also, you can catch both of us on the Twitters, Guy and Gaz, G-U-Y-A-N-G-A-Z. We also have an email address, which is feedback at mymac.com. Guy, is there a Skype number people can use to contact us? My God, yes, there is. Though you wouldn't know it from the amount of calls that we get. Uh, Our Skype telephone number is outside of the United States. You do a one or a plus one. The area code is 703 and the number is 436-9501. I don't know how to make it any easier than that other than to say 1703-436-9501. And uh you know this is this, 
this I think this is going to work out. I think it makes sense to move all of our feedback to the end of the show instead of doing it at the beginning part. So we're, we're going to keep doing that. And you know, we'll, we'll probably still experiment a little bit with, uh, with the format. Now next week is, I mean, that's like show 300 Eve, whatever that means of the, the number of shows since Gaz and I have taken over the, the my Mac podcast, that's going to be five eighty four. And really it's going to be the last chance for you guys to let us know what you would like us to do or say, or, or, you know, jump off a building, whatever it is you want us to do in celebration of 300 shows, which will then of course lead into the celebration for a total of 600 shows for the My Mac podcast. God, it's weird how that works. But uh, yeah, just just let us know, you know, if if there's like past stuff that you want to hear, anything along those lines, we'll we'll research it and find it. Um, but you know, I think Gaz that we're good enough. I think that uh, Zach is smart enough, and that doggone it, people like zombies. Mm. Careful, mm. Uh, bitchy ukava zombies. Gaz Picky Robs. Gaz Gizdiba Zombies. Ah, Upilod. Gizdiba Zogodad. Hey there, Georgian girl. Na, 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 na. Yeah, I thought that was like Tom Jones too, but it's not. <laughs> and... Thanks for downloading this podcast. You can reach this and other great podcasts all on the Stoplight Network, like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, the Club Podcast, the Let's Talk Podcasts, OWC Radio, the Deeper Look Podcast, and the Mac Gist. Okay, it looks like... I am recording. I'm seeing levels. Zach, could you say something, please? Uh, check, check, one, two, check. <laughs> okay, Gaz? Uh, check, check, one, two, check. Huh. Vujade. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do you want me to bring us in? Well, it's the second section, so yes, I'll take us out. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> and, and if anybody should be taken out, it'll lead right into the comic. Uh, let's see Uh, no actually I've got two flashes now I've got this one and then I have this one (laughs) I just decided I needed one that was just flash I, I don't know why I decided I needed those things (laughs) <laughs> Nor do I. Yeah. God clean the whole farm. I think this Squirrel. is this is the biggest reason. Squirrel. Yeah. Well, look, I haven't got a soundboard. You're you're <laughs> taking bloody advantage. I am. I am. This is like it's not often. I mean, usually it's a problem on my end. Yeah. And my end has lots of problems. Yeah, I know you've got a big end with lots of problems. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>